Hello. Hello there. <clears throat> How are you? Good. How was your uh, little endeavor? Bro, this is, I, I can't win, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm walking back up the stairs. My dad's like, did you clog the toilet? I'm like, nah, I haven't been home for the last eight hours. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, plunged a little bit. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we were good, so. Plumber phlegm. Yeah, man. Jack of all trades over here. How was the uh, Vermont trip? Uh, it was nice. It was it was pretty, like, uh, you know, relaxed. We didn't do much. There wasn't much in the area. But, you know, the stuff that we did see, you know, the landscape was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a nice house. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was a free trip to Vermont. I crushed about, like, 35 Miller Lights in, like, a three-day span. So. Oh, my. Yeah, that was that – was, it was pretty solid. Yeah. Nice. Some fun time with the boys. Very nice. And uh, happy New Year. It's a little late, but – Yes, happy New Year to you as well. Well, oh, yeah. before before I forget, oh yeah, you could do the intro real quick. Oh, yeah. So welcome back, Jersey Nasty Podcast. I'm your host Joe, and I'm your other host Ryan. And uh, we're back. We uh, we did miss a week. I was thinking about maybe doing like a solo one. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what happened. I got my flu shot, and then I felt horrible for the next week. Like I literally felt like I had the flu. Yeah, I don't know if my like <clears throat> drinking sickness was delayed or something from Vermont, but like yesterday. Oh, that was one of the worst I felt in a while. Like two nights ago, I was up all night just throwing up. It was terrible. Yeah. My back was all messed up from like pulling muscles and stuff. So yeah, yeah. bad vibes. Oh yeah, but yeah, what I wanted to to say when I your profile picture on Twitter when you sent the link reminded me of it. Did you see what uh, Gio Reyna's family did? Oh yeah, bro. It's fine because uh, whenever I see Tim Meehan's dad at mm-hmm. the at work, him and I always talk U.S. soccer. And he walked up to me today, and he goes, "This is the most like under thirteen year old soccer shit I've ever like, like just normal American sport activity, yeah. like something you'd see at like youth levels." Man, I was crying. I mean, I've been advocating for uh, Greg Berhalter's yeah, <laughs> to yeah. lose his job since I found out about who he is. So yeah, this look, I just... never, I never liked the guy, but I mean, this might be a little too far. So <laughs> yeah. So hopefully uh, the U.S. has a competent coach by the time next World Cup uh, rolls around. Maybe a coach that will take some pride in his appearance. And, uh, you know, we don't have to worry about qualifying for the next one. So Yeah, we automatically get in. How how do you like that, huh? So that means Canada uh, and Mexico also get in? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, so we did miss a week due to a... You know, holiday period. We deserve. Yeah, you know, we hadn't missed a week all year. I mean, yeah, we were very consistent. Very, uh, very consistent. We we're bound to miss one at some point. You know, I had the, f- you know, flu-like symptoms. I didn't want to potentially get anyone else sick by inviting someone else on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had your little vacation. It was a week off. I mean, did we miss anything? Probably, but oh well. Who cares? I mean, if we took this week off, we'd be missing. Yeah, we'd be missing something, but. <laughs> Last I mean, realistically, we missed what a Jets ran and a Colts ran. I mean, yep. So, who really cares? But uh, yeah. So we're back now, and uh, yeah, I think we just hop straight into business. So we're gonna talk some Week Seventeen. Uh, talk some Week Eighteen. You want to mention anything about the uh, the fantasy basketball team before we hop into that? Or uh, I just checked it before we uh before we came on. It's now my focus. You know, I can switch yeah. my sleeper to that. That's true. I gotta do that too. Load. Um, yeah, it's looking like we're in a good spot. You know, we're two and nine right now. Um, Mick has won two games. Yeah. So that's good. We're going to be in contention for the, uh, you know, the number one pick, uh, odds for the highest odds. Um, yeah, Dez is also three and eight and it seems like there's going to be a gap between Noah's team and Dez's team. So that's good. Um, but yeah, Bull Bull has COVID. Uh, that's unfortunate. Hope Comrade Bull 
gets good uh gets well soon um and then yeah i mean aaron gordon's having a career year for us that mm. guy just puts up like a double double every single game it seems yeah, he might and, have to be the next one we ship out man that's all i'm saying yeah we got to find out when the trade deadline is it's mm. probably coming eventually like somewhat soon i mean ant-man is turning up yeah. he's starting to find his groove and then you know jaw he's assaulting minors but you know he's still a uh he's still a force on the court that's that, that's that's some crazy shit did you hear about that no, I have not heard about that. You did not hear about that. Okay, well, let me fill you in on this. So apparently, during a pickup game this summer, um, Ja was playing against uh, the 17-year-old kid, and the kid accidentally like threw the ball, and it hit him in the head. It hit Ja in the head. And Ja, <laughs> he walks up to the kid. He looks over to, I guess, whoever like his friend was that he, uh, that he was there with. He goes, should I do it to him? And then he punches the kid to the ground and just starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and the kid is suing Ja Morant. As he should. I mean, he got the shit beat out yeah, of him. Hey, man, that's our team captain, though. That's all I'm saying. That's I'll, the kind I, of grit and determination. I stand with ja. That's something that uh, Michael Jordan would do, you know? Yeah. Uh, I so, stand you know, with Ja. I, I also stand with Ja. Hopefully, I also yeah. I just want to say though, we've been like the most unlucky team in the league these past few weeks. By the way, yeah. Last week, didn't Luca put up like two hundred on us last week? Yeah, I believe he had like a one eighty seven. He had the game sixty game. Yeah, Luca yeah. had that sixty twenty ten game. Yeah. The week before that, whoever we played had all his players go off. Mm-hmm. I think this might have been the week we played Nikolai. Yeah, so that was fine. We wanted to lose anyway. Then uh, we did beat Dez on a good week. Yeah, so I mean, if if uh, the cards aren't going to be in our favor, if the luck's not this year, we're yeah. fine with that, you know? Yeah. We're going to save it all up for next year, and then we're really going to go off yeah. and win. Yeah, we'll, we're locking in next year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so now uh, now NFL here. You know, uh, I don't even remember what happened last week. I think I rage quit NFL Sunday. Well, it was also New Year's Day and, like, you know, New Year's Eve festivities kind of uh, took a toll on me a little bit here. Yeah. So, uh, but, I mean, we can look back. So, last Thursday, we had Cowboys-Titans, 27-13 win for the Cowboys. Um, I unfortunately did not get to watch any of this game in Vermont because there was no Wi-Fi in mm-hmm. Vermont. So, we could not connect to Amazon Prime on the TV to watch it. Well, you didn't miss miss much. Uh, Josh Dobbs kind of stunk. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much it. That kind of stunk, too. I'm going to keep it a buck. Yeah, uh, he did. I, I needed him in fantasy in my championship, and that didn't go very well, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when you're when you're a playoff team hanging on by a thread when you were 7-3 and three, and now you were 7-8 and eight going into this game, having to start Josh Dobbs is – absolutely brutal mm-hmm. i mean it's unfortunate that malik willis hasn't made the progress that would warrant him starting this game but i mean in reality it's kind of you shouldn't have expected that it's unfair to expect that from him so early in his career uh especially against such a good defense but mm. um yeah definitely a rough situation there in tennessee um but you know they knew their destiny coming into this game the winner takes all next week against the jaguars um so yeah, I mean, not really uh, much to say about this game. Didn't really matter for the Titans at all. So the Cowboys yeah. got what they needed. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Well put. I mean, if you went back to, I remember the feeling after talking to my dad, uh, 
from week one, the the like minutes after the game, you know, when Dak had just broke his whatever, broke his finger, and he was going to be out six weeks. The Cowboys were zero and one. They looked terrible in the game. I mean, for them to be twelve and four now. Just the the mood that I like, the vibe that I was getting from this team when they after week one versus now. I mean, what an incredible turnaround! Yeah. Twelve and four for this team after Cooper Rush started like six games for you. Mm-hmm. Real real testament to how uh, well built this Cowboys de- uh, team is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, credit to uh, credit to them. Titans uh, did collapse. You know, we're gonna talk about some other teams that have collapsed in a little bit because uh, a lot have. But uh, moving on to our next game here, we had a battle of two teams who uh, honestly just didn't matter at this point for their seasons. Uh, It was Cardinals-Falcons, and the Falcons won 20-19. Yeah, this this was a a tank bowl, if you will. Um, I was rooting for the Cardinals in this one because it would have helped the Colts draft stock. But um, yeah, the Cardinals, I believe, kicked the last second field goal to win this. Mm -hmm. Um, Tyler Algier with another good game on the ground. He's really looking like a promising young runner for yeah. the Falcons in the future. They're starting to, you know, wean off of Cordell Patterson a little bit. He's also getting a little older. I think he's like 32 or something. So, I mean, definitely there's some pieces there on that Falcons team. You know, you have Algier, you have A.J. Terrell, you have Kyle Pitts hopefully next year when he comes back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, maybe you use this high pick on – I mean, I they need a lot of a lot of positions. Yeah, yeah. So. they need a lot more than just a quarterback. You know, we'll uh... – We'll leave it at that. And it might be more beneficial to even, you know, wait on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Especially if, you know, in the Andrew Luck situation, as an example, you know, you, maybe it would be better to build the line and, you know, the team around the quarterback before you draft him and just have it already in mm-hmm. place when he's there. Um, but at the same time, a franchise quarterback can change your, your team in an instant. So it's mm-hmm. it's very tempting to take that guy if you believe he's that guy when he's there. But, yeah, there's – there's definitely a few angles that the Falcons could uh, approach this from in the offseason. Yeah. By the way, mentioning Andrew Luck, this is like the first draft class since that Andrew Luck RG3 one where like there is actually like two very, very talented quarterback prospects at the top of the boards. Really? In my opinion, yeah. I remember Winston and Mariota were both kind of yeah coming out. I think uh, I think this class is better than that. In my yeah, opinion. probably. With and a, you know you got that number three that number three quarterback. Oh uh, yeah, too. Will Levis. Yeah, one of our teams will end up with him somehow. With uh, if I see another jersey swap of Will Levis into a Colts jersey, I'm gonna say some mean things on Twitter. But um, yeah. So I think that's enough on those two teams. Oh, Kyler is yeah. probably not gonna be back for the start of 2023. That came out today, so. Yeah, maybe uh, they look to trade D Hop. Yeah, I mean they gotta do something. You know, if you're not gonna have Kyler, I mean you might as well tank out the year. Maybe try and get yourself in like the Marvin Harrison Jr. sweepstakes or something. You know, I mean. Uh, but yeah. So moving on, next game here we had Dolphins twenty-one, Patriots twenty-three. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, Dolphins. I mean, they were what like eight and three at one point, I think, and now they're eight and eight. Yeah, another collapse. Um, and and it's really the Dolphins have been so streaky all season because they started off three and zero, then they were three and three, then they won five straight and they were eight and three, and now they've lost five straight. So they're they're they've matched their streaks both yeah. times. They had three game winning streak and then an eight game winning streak. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so they're going to be in an interesting position here. I think they're playing uh, 
Mike Glennon at quarterback potentially for the season. Uh, I mean, fourth, is Tua going to be back this this year? Uh, this year, probably not. At this, I think they might. Have I shut would him. hope not. I think they might have shut him down. Uh, yeah, and Patriots, I believe now they control their own destiny. So if they were, if they beat Buffalo, they're in. Or well, as long as the Dolphins and Steelers lose, I think so. All right, football gods, if you if you're up there, if you're listening, please, please, with all that is holy, do not, and I repeat, do not allow this Matt Patricia coached offense to take up a playoff spot. Please, I beg of you. I would so, so, so much rather watch Ryan Fitzpatrick come out of the Thursday night football booth and sling it for the Dolphins to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle as the seventh seed than watch Mac Jones try to do anything. I mean, try to hit Kendrick Bourne on jet sweeps that gains four yards, and then maybe Marcus Jones takes a screen pass to the house or something. Literally the only way that the Patriots can score points appears to be on pick sixes and punt returns. So I, I'm please, I do not want to see this team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. More on teams that collapsed later. This uh, I'll get a good rant in. Uh, then we have <laughs> Saints Eagles. Uh, it was twenty to ten. Uh, I was on this. I was on this for the Saints. Unfortunately, I parlayed their money line with the Texans money line, who I was also. Uh, I thought they were gonna win this week, but uh, yeah, I mean it. All the signs were there, and Gardner Minshew. I, I saw I saw through him. I, I was familiar yeah. with his game. Yeah. Um, he could he could fool people on Christmas or whatever he wants to do. Uh, I wasn't buying it. Uh, the offense had got nothing going in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, like their big chunk play was a like a last second screen pass to Devonte Smith with like two seconds left on the clock, mm-hmm. and then um yeah they they got a little something going. It looked like they could have turned the tide. Um. They were, they were in a position to take the lead late in the game, and then Gardner Minshew just telegraphed a throw directly into Marshawn Lattimore, uh, I believe is who intercepted it. And yeah. I mean, it was like a 10-yard pick six. He was a, yes. one of those easy walk-in interceptions for a touchdown. So that pretty much sealed the game right there. But uh, I believe the Saints were eliminated with the Bucks win. Yep, yeah. Yeah, they won the NFC South with that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at least with the Saints winning, it puts their uh, draft pick farther up. Yeah. So that they didn't give up a, uh, you know, a, whatever it was, top five pick at one point. But now it's like the 10th pick. So And they uh, beat the team that has their pick. Too, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Eagles got to win this week now to uh, take the division and the one seed, which is a place I really don't think they probably expected to be in after that start to the year they had. They were looking like they were going to run away with it, but you know yeah. the NFL is a cruel mistress somehow, as yeah. many teams have seen this year. The Eagles have not gotten the worst of it, but like, yeah, it's yeah. gotten a little rough there. But uh, yeah, so I wonder is Jalen Hurts playing this week or he is practicing, I believe. So that's a good sign towards him playing. Yeah, because uh, they might need him out there this week. You never know. So oh, they absolutely do. The Gardner Minshew flash in the pan is over. Uh, and then we have. Giants 38, Colts 10. I mean, I don't even think you want to mention anything from this game. I mean, hardly. I only watched the red zone parts of it. Um, The boys took care of business. They lost. Uh, Maybe they could have made it a little closer, made me a little more interested. But, hey, they still lost. Not asking for much. Kayvon Thibodeau murdered Nick Foles and then did Snow Angels next to his dead body. So, yeah. Um, Not the best... Not the best uh, showing from Thibodeau there, mm-hmm. and he's kind of doubled down on it. He did, like, the going to sleep uh, motion yeah, on the, the sideline. Uh, he did the Steph Curry going to sleep, which I thought was hilarious. But And then today, 
he basically said uh I, someone asked him like jeff someone told him like jeff saturday said that it was tasteless what you did and he was like i don't know who that is so yeah. uh i don't pay attention to that so yeah it's it's whatever i mean he's doing his thing i mean we're a shit team mm-hmm. nick Foles, he's gonna be okay so i'll talk about the giants in like a week when the when the playoff rank comes out, I think they might be a tough out though in the playoffs. So Daniel Jones, he's vanilla Vic now. Yeah, he uh, he moves me, that's for sure. So, but uh, yeah. Then uh, then we had Buccaneers Panthers, uh, thirty to twenty four win for the Bucks. Uh, Tom Brady remembered he had Mike Evans. I mean that that that's pretty much it from this game. Yeah, it got him over a thousand yards receiving again. Yeah, and he got like two hundred of them in one game. So yeah. He's got nine straight thousand yard seasons to start his career, which I believe is um maybe only Jerry Rice. Yeah. I think he's tied with Jerry it's Rice. It's an elite group of people. Might be Tim Brown in there too as well. Yeah. Um yeah, it's an elite group, but also he's not putting up the same yards that Jerry Rice is just because he's putting up a thousand yards. He has a season with a thousand one yards, like a thousand fifty yards. Jerry Rice put up like thirteen hundred mm. a year in the eighties and nineties. But um it's I've see I've seen a little too much Mike Evans Hall of Fame chatter with this statistic because, oh, he has 1,000 yards in nine straight years. I don't see it. I, I mean, he he has one all-pro second team, I believe. He's got, like, a few Pro Bowls. He's got his ring, which helps him a little bit. But, I mean, when you look at it overall, I, I mean, I feel like the Hall of Fame is reserved for people that, like, were the, the top of the top of their position in their era you know like they're the first name that comes to your mind when you talk or one of the first few names that comes to your mind if i if i say like 2010s receivers you're thinking of ab and you're thinking of julio and you're thinking of calvin johnson you're not thinking of mike evans you may think of him eventually but he comes further down the line and i i mean that shouldn't be the be all end all of hall of fame stuff but like i mean he's got more years left in him but he he's not there right now i uh I agree with you on that one. So, yeah. Oh, I got to say, Sam Darnold's the truth, too, by the way. Yeah. Run Just back. Get out of New York. Run back to me, Sam. I'm begging. Yeah. Uh, How different things would be if he just stayed. And then mid tier quarterback, we're, we're a playoff team. More on that later. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Then we had Chiefs Broncos, uh, 27 24 win for the Chiefs. Uh, this Chiefs team's not really uh, convincing me too much, you know? Ah, this is classic Chiefs. Yeah. They don't cover. They'll win their first playoff game by like 30 now, by the way. Yeah, because they're probably going to end up playing the fucking Patriots. Good. (laughs) Good. Um, uh, Broncos, I mean, you don't even have your picks. I don't don't know what you guys are doing, but uh, yeah, I mean, credit to the Chiefs. Russell Wilson had two rushing touchdowns. He he finally finally has more touchdowns than bathrooms in his house. So uh, good. They weren't passing touchdowns though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we gotta give him benefit of the doubt. The running touchdowns. Yeah, you're right. He's had a rough year. Let's give it to him. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude didn't even know where he was the last time he played the Chiefs. So yeah, that was bad. I remember that. But uh, yeah, I mean, not not much else to really say here. Chiefs gotta get Travis Kelsey more involved. I think that's uh, been an issue these past few weeks. I think he yeah. only had like seven catches for forty yards this last week. It was really like, like as soon as the fantasy playoffs came around, he just decided to sell me. Yeah, but um, and the Jarek McKinnon became the fantasy superstar of the team. Yeah, ever man. since he got heavy into that podcasting game. Yeah, man. 
But that uh, is a quality podcast, by the way. Have you uh, listened to that? It's fantastic. Yeah, him yes. and Kelsey. Have you listened to the uh, the Saint Browns podcast? I have not, but that does seem like something. Yeah, it's uh, it's E Saint Brown, whose name I can't say. Equinemius. Yeah, him and uh, Amon Ra. It's a good listen. Mm-hmm. They talk about there. My favorite clip from that is when uh, I think it was the Bears one of the weeks. Justin Fields was out, and Equinemius was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the emergency quarterback if things go wrong." <laughs> And uh, and Amon Ra was like, nah, you can't throw for shit, boy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the oh, brother spe- dynamic is good. Speaking of the Bears and Lions, you actually can't make this up. This is the yeah. next one on Google. Uh, forty-one ten win for the Lions. I mean, I believe it was uh, two weeks ago, our last show, whenever it was. I predicted the Lions were going to let their fans down, and uh, last week, the game prior to this Bears game, they absolutely did that. I forget who they played, but they. Uh, they completely shit the bed. Oh, the the Panthers ran for like a thousand yards. Oh, yeah. on <laughs> Chubba Hubbard and Foreman combined for like two fifty five. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't damn near broke the single game rushing record on on the Lions. So yeah, they're still on that track. Don't let this win against this shitty Bears team fool. This team is gonna let you down next week, no matter who they're playing. I don't even have to look. They're they're playing the Packers or something, right? They're playing the. It's the last game of the regular season, I think. Oh, it's set in stone. Aaron Rodgers has broken your heart on how many occasions? Uh, I mean, he threw that hail mary in the in at Ford Field to Richard Rodgers at the buzzer to break your heart one time. He's probably done it on a few other occasions that I'm forgetting, and he's gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. So the Lions fans, you were so close to the playoffs. Always next year, though. Hope you give Jared Goff $40 million. Oh Yeah, I was actually about to say, the Lions are going to be one of the most interesting teams to watch this Austin. I believe they're going to have a top pick from the uh, from the Rams. And then, you know, so they could be in that C.J. Stroud market. Or Bryce Young, either one. But then also, like, Jared Goff's been good this year, for the most part. Like, I wouldn't pay him $40 mil. It's like Derek Carr case, but... Um, he's been good. Like I'll say that. So they'll they'll be an interesting team to watch out for. Yeah, Never I mind. don't feel like he's lost them many games. I feel like if anything, the shitty defense has yeah, lost the them the majority of their games. Them. But like, I feel like it's been proven that Jared Goff doesn't win you a Super Bowl. But to be fair, the Lions they'd be happy with a playoff win. So if he can get him there, he'll be he'll get a statue. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, not much else to add. Also, uh, shout out Aiden Hutchinson. He's been very good for them this year. I think he's the only player in the league with seven sacks and two interceptions, I believe. So, it's a cool little statistic. Yeah, he's really uh, pissed in my face. Uh, yeah. I remember at the start of the year, I was saying he tricked the league and stuff. Yeah, once uh, he uh, kind of grew into the role, he's been pretty good. Yeah, he's a real dynamic player. He can, he can, seems like he does a little bit of everything, every game. However, I will say he's not the... Uh, he doesn't have a yellow box on his name on Wikipedia. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, I guess I uh, maybe maybe I had a sour taste in my mouth about him because he comes from such a fraudulent college program that I just expected him to be fraudulent. Yeah, man, hand me the frogs. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I was on them. I, I was a sharp this past until I got until DraftKings pulled up with those black SUVs on me. Mm-hmm. It's because I was getting hot, man. I had Broncos spread. I had TCU spread. I had Georgia money line. I was. I was running their pockets. Now, you want to hear how I was running their pockets? Yeah. Um, so while I'm watching that game, I put a $30 money line on Georgia when they were like plus 300. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, bro. I was cooking, man. That was my first bet of like, or my last bet of uh, 2022 was what Georgia. A way, what a way to end the year, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so I was a, and then I also had a boost to use. So what I did mm-hmm. was I boosted Ohio State money line after they went down. So just in case they won, I would have at least made some. I mean, it's the worst way to do it, but you know, at that point, uh, I was just I'm I'm praying for a hit, man. I want to start the year off decent. So that kicker is gonna have negative feelings about the year 2023 for the rest of its life. But you know it's funny too, because like it's not even his like. I mean, we're I mean, not. It was a long field goal. We're not. That college, was a bad kick. I mean, we're like, not it's... a college football podcast. Just a detour, real quick. The fact that they like CJ Stroud had what that thirty-yard run, mm-hmm. and then the next three plays they got negative one yards. I mean, like that's not really the kid's fault, you know. That Ryan Day ended up settling for a fifty-yard field goal. I'll say one thing, okay? It's it's not fair that he ended up in that situation and the game is put squarely on his shoulders. There, however. <laughs> At least make the kick competitive, yeah. man. At least miss it like a few feet to the left or a few feet to the right. That was a Chase, M- Chase McLaughlin. You remember. Wait, was that the Monday night kick? Yes. For- <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, I was trying to think of it when he missed it. I'm like, that literally reminds me of that one kicker from the 49ers. <laughs> I forget who it was. Current Colts kicker, Chase McLaughlin. That was one of those type shanks. I mean, yeah. come on. You're going to get memed after that. It's unfortunate. Kicker is a thankless job. But, uh, yeah. You know what's funny, too? That kid's never missed from any kick from 40 to 49. Like, like how could the one yard throw him off that much? Whatever. I mean, Psychological. I mean we're not kickers, but yeah, you know, I, I feel bad for the kid. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, back, back to the week 17 here. We had Browns 24, Commanders 10. You know what just didn't make sense to me? Yeah. Like, what was the point in going back to Carson Wentz? I was just about to say that. Like, at least Heineke, like, all right, they might have been losing games, but, like. Heineke is the commander's Mike White. Yeah. Like, he's a guy at least everyone in the building probably cares about to play for, you know? Yeah, like, he's not the best quarterback by any means, but, like, the guys rally around him. They enjoy playing for him. Carson Wentz is not that guy. He comes out, throws two interceptions, like in his first three passing attempts. Yeah, then he had another one later in the game, and now they're going back to Heineke, and they're going to play Sam Howell. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they're eliminated, right? Yeah, they're eliminated. The full court, play him the full game. Like, fuck it, it doesn't matter. Lose for the pick at this point. I mean, whatever, yeah. whatever. I don't even want to. Nasty man on. was looking all right. Yeah, and that he's been getting better, better by the week. I will say. Yeah, which is I mean, expected. I mean, yeah. two and a half. Like it was like two years off of football. Yeah. So, so uh, not rooting for the guy, but yeah. yeah. I mean, he was off of football for his own for his own yeah. purposes. So. so uh, and then we had Jaguars thirty-one, Titans six, Texans three. Yeah. Thirty-one. Jesus. Yeah. I I, I know ETN had a long touchdown, and after that, I was you know, zoned out of this one. So. Yeah, the Jags scored a defensive touchdown, and ETN scored like a 70-yard rushing touchdown. Pretty much a nail in the coffin in my fantasy yeah. season right there. Um, unfortunate, but yeah, the Texans, you know, they're doing their thing. Bryce Young showed out, had five tuds, so, you know, they've, they've probably got their guy. Um, yeah. I need a picture of Bryce Young standing next to Joe Rogan, though. Yeah. That'll help me gauge how short he actually is, because the picture next to Nick Saban it's pretty damning. I mean, they're basically better be throwing like me back there. I'm pretty sure he's like five nine. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't really even have anything to say for the hey. Texans' sake. I don't know. Like, I heard Derek Stingley's been all right. I haven't even heard his name. I guess not hearing a cornerback's name that much is a good thing in the long run. So. 
as a former short quarterback myself, I'm rooting for Bryce Young. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, we can just move on here. Then we go 49ers 37, Raiders 34. Uh, I got I to say here. So I got home from work yesterday, right? And usually I fire up YouTube while I'm eating dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the best. And the, the first video that pops up in my recommended is a video from nine months ago. It's titled, This Late Round Quarterback Might, be an NFL, might Have the Ability to Be Like an NFL Starring Quarterback. And I'm like, oh, I wonder who it's about. Brock Purdy. Wow. Some guy nine months ago made a video where he's like, I think Brock Purdy has the qualities to be like a decent NFL starting quarterback. And I'm just like, holy shit, like this, <laughs> this guy's a fucking genius. Yeah, get this but, guy in the Colts scouting room right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, Mr. Irrelevant pulled it out again. He played well. Um, you know, CMC is definitely a big acquisition for them, too. I mean, that definitely helps a Changed lot. Changed their offense completely. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, credit to the 49ers. I think they're even contention for the one seed still if things kind of go their way. So, yeah, I mean, definitely a disappointing performance for the 49ers defense, though. Yeah, go um, 34 going 34 to Jared Stidham. Yeah. I mean, credit to Jared Stidham, by the way, as well. He was making plays. Yeah, he was kind of hooping a little bit. He was getting outside the pocket and making difficult throws on the run. I was like, who, like, who is this guy? This isn't Patriots Jared Stidham. But uh, I was genuinely impressed by the way Jared Stidham played. And going into the week, I was kind of—I'm an anti-car guy, but I was—I was kind of shocked by the car benching. I didn't really like it at all. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I guess Josh McDaniels finally knew something for once. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you—you know, you know what I'm about to say here, Derek Carr. Welcome to either New York or Indianapolis. Oh, please no. It's—it's no. it's gonna happen to one of us. You nightmare, know that, right? nightmare, nightmare. Oh, for sure, nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. But I really can't even say nightmare, nightmare, nightmare because yeah, Derek, we, Carr, Derek Carr would have you in the playoffs. Right? Yeah, Derek Carr would have us in the playoffs. So I really can't say nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. It's just you know bad for agendas more than anything. <laughs> yeah, um, especially if he comes in and like plays really well for you. Oh my god, that well, all right, Grant, it'd be the first time in my life the Jets had good quarterback play. Since, You've won, but at what cost? Since fucking Fitzpatrick before the Fitz tragic game and <laughs> Josh McCown. So I, you know, you know, I'm not asking for a lot here at this point. I mean. <laughs> Maybe Sam Darnold during that seven-game winning streak that Adam Gase led us to in uh, his rookie year. But oh, geez, yeah, man. I mean we're you know we're really starting to pull at some thin strings here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Derek Carr. I'm just hoping we don't trade for him more than anything. But if we can get him on a fairly cheap deal, that'd be cool. I wouldn't yeah. complain too much. Don't really want to trade for the guy. Uh, yeah, I don't even think the Raiders owned their first, right? They gave that up to get Devontae Adams. Yeah, and in all fairness, I mean, the guy leads the league in touchdowns and scored like three times in this game. So. Yeah, you know, dude's an absolute dog. So, you know, yeah. maybe uh, get another quarterback there and, you know, Jared Stidham fucking other veteran quarterback competition. Sure, why not? Sounds like yeah. a great time. Uh, moving on here, then we have... Seahawks 23, Jets 6, uh, probably the most predictable Jets loss of my life. Um, look, I'm not even going to be mad at Mike White. Dude probably shouldn't even have been out there. more. I think he still has broken ribs, but I guess credit to him for even going out there. Um, I mean, it's so like, poetic that yeah. Gino put the nail in your coffin too. Yeah, I mean, we talk about collapses here. The Jets went from seven and four to seven and nine, uh, and could have won like three games during that stretch, maybe even four games for that matter. Um, Brees Hall, please rest up. 
Elijah Vera Tucker, please rest up. Makai Becton, please don't be as fat next year. Um, just, just such a stupid season of football, man. Like, like some of the shit that happened. I mean, we gave up two punt return touchdowns. We probably have one of the worst special teams in the league. Um, we played the quarterback carousel like four times this year to the point where Chris Strebler got an NFL pension. And he he was he was generating some cheers in that stadium too. <laughs> People were clamoring for uh, Strebler. Bro, I was too, man. Are you kidding yeah. me? Was that was like, an electric one drive. Oh man, if Corey Davis doesn't drop that ball. Things are different, man. That's put an image from that drive in Canton. Yeah, man. Put the put the image of like him the one play where he underthrew CJ Ozama by like twenty yards. <laughs> and he the had whole a stadium, touchdown. The whole stadium gave him a round of applause for it. <laughs> um no all seriousness seriousness here. Um like I don't want to say clean house, but like low key kind of clean house here. Like I mean I think you guys are on the right track though. I mean this is Going into the season, you didn't expect to be, you know. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what the issue is, is like, if you had told me, oh, yeah, you went 7-10 and 10 before the season started, I'd be like, all right. Not good. only 7-10, and 10, but also your, all your rookies are playing exceptionally well. Yeah, and well. all the rookies are playing well. But then you tell me, it's like, oh, yeah, the Jets started 7-4 and four and probably had to win like two games to make the playoffs and ended the year 7-10 and 10, potentially. It's like, oh, shit, what, what the fuck happened? Yeah. I will say injury bug bit us like crazy, which not really an excuse. But once Elijah Vera Tucker got hurt, the offensive line like literally did not know how to block. It was pathetic to say the least. Yeah. Um. My one like my honestly biggest gripe is like kind of like how the Jaguars have let Trevor Lawrence have a bunch of four interception games, and you know they never really benched him or anything. Like, I kind of wish the Jets just have done that with Zach Wilson, like not really bench him, just fucking growing pains type shit but i guess they saw an opportunity to make the playoffs and kind of had to do something yeah um so i mean they had to do something i mean wilson was putting up tebow stat lines without any of the running ability yeah um you know maybe the meniscus injury in preseason might have thrown him off a little bit because it always looked like he's kind of had the yips this year a little bit yeah Uh, check down just sailing so i mean you know whatever I'm I'm willing to give him another chance. I've uh you know fuck it whatever just get rid of Mike Lafleur. I'm so sick and tired of this shit. It's like Adam Gase all over again. Where fucking first and ten halfback dive, second and eight halfback draw. Whatever. I mean shit sucks, but go again next year. I'd rather trade it for CJ Stroud. I'm all in on that movement too. But uh. Yeah, I just it is true though. Like I think you put like the sixteenth best quarterback in the league on this team, whoever that may be, we're probably a playoff team. Like we just literally had the worst quarterback play in the league. So uh Yeah. That's all. Uh, that's all I got. Uh DK Metcalf lost in the sauce. We'll say that. Yeah, one catch. Yeah, one catch for uh three yards or some shit. Absolutely lost in that shit. Uh yeah, we got we we got our corner of the future. I'll say that with a uh, sauce. Uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing against Sauce DJ Reed. They've been great. Uh, don't know how CJ Mosley's a Pro Bowler. Uh, Quinnen Williams should be first team All Pro. Probably won't, but he should. CJ Mosley should have that Pro Bowl strip for him after that Brock Wright play. Oh my God, man! And did you see that they had him mic'd up and he's like, "Oh, you guys ain't doing shit." And then he's yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. but. Uh, <laughs> Um, 
yeah, I just, you know, hopefully the team gets healthy this offseason. We get all our main guys back. Oh, Corey Davis, too. Bum. Yeah, that guy so, so So sick of that guy. Fucking four years, $84 million that we're not going to be able to get off the book. So, and, uh, yeah, just, you know, look to uh, – I mean, we're going to have, like, a top 12 pick, I think, in the draft. If we lose this weekend, some other teams win, we could be top 10. So, fuck it. Let's go get CJ Stroud. Oh, no, nah, he's mine. Nah, bro, I need him so bad, man. Nah, nah, he fooled me first, okay? Who's CJ Stroud? Mm-hmm. No, I'm telling you. CJ we get Str- to spend the high pick on him and then have him bust out for us, all right? No, no, no. CJ Stroud passed my eye test two years ago, so. Like, my literal in-person eye test he passed. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Nah, bro, when they played <laughs> Rutgers two years ago and I was oh, sitting yeah. next to fucking their whole team's dads and shit, man. I'm like, nah, this guy might be the truth. But, yeah, uh... Yeah. As long as it's not Will Levis. If our quarterback is not Will Levis, I'd take that as success at this it's point. It's so funny because one of our teams is going to end up with Will Levis. Yeah, one of our teams ended up with Will Levis and the other one's ending up with Derek Carr. There's no way around it. Oh, God. It's inevitable. Um, moving on, some more teams here. We got Vikings 17, Packers 41. Uh, yeah, I mean, Packers have come alive. Come alive second half of the season. Jair locks up Jefferson. Grittied in his face. That was fucking hard. one of the worst gritties by a black man I've ever seen. Honestly, yeah, but he, uh, he grittied in like the first quarter and then stood on it. He didn't. Allow, he allowed one catch. Yeah. To I I mean, very impressive from Jair. Um, the going into this game, I, I could have predicted that the Packers were going to win, but the way that they won, I mean, geez. yeah, I don't think anyone had Packers putting up forty-one points and. Just bottling anything the Vikings had to like the fourth quarter. Really. It wasn't even so. close as the score indicates. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, the they had the Packers had the kickoff touchdown. They had the crazy pick six by I believe yeah. Darnell Savage. Crazy run back on that one. Good, good performances on all three phases of the ball. Um, yeah, the Packers are definitely a team that I personally, if I was in the NFC, would not like to face in the first round of the playoffs if I could help it. Um, yeah. Vikings yeah. are fraudulent. Agreed. Yeah, this could end up being another playoff rematch potentially. So uh, I would be very intrigued. It would be in Minnesota. So, well, yeah, I'd be intrigued to see it again too. Uh, moving on, the next game was Chargers thirty-one, Rams ten. I think Austin Eckler had like a hundred yards and two touchdowns at halftime, and that was literally the difference, basically. Mm-hmm. Chargers will be an interesting team in the playoffs. Honestly, I got the feeling they might go out sad. I, I could see. Well, they're going to be what, like the sixth seed? Yeah. Oh no, that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool if we finally got the Burrow Herbert debate in the playoffs. That would be pretty interesting. That'd be a that'd be interesting. There's a lot of possibly intriguing matchups going into yeah. the playoffs. And then, uh, then we had as our Sunday night game, we had Ravens versus Steelers, and it was a sixteen thirteen win for the Steelers, keeping their playoff hopes alive. This is real ball. Yeah, this was end of the year divisional game, stuff on the line for both of these teams, two teams that don't like each other. Um, I mean, what more could you ask for? Low scoring, I mean. Kenny Pickett, game-winning drive. Yeah, fourth quarter he played really good. I've been a – I said I was impressed with Pickett a few weeks ago, I think. I think he did say that. Yeah, he and, could, uh because he was making some throws. I, I was yeah. impressed with him uh, during the Colts game. Yeah, still is impressing me too. I gotta say, uh, especially that last play to Najee, the rollout, and then uh, 
firing a dot. So, yeah, shout out to him. Did you see the thing where it was like if Jason Pierre-Paul had all his fingers, he probably would have wrapped him up for a sack? <laughs> I did not, but oh. that does make sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, someone uh, pointed out on, on something. He was like, yeah, if, if Jason Pierre-Paul had all his fingers, he probably would have been able to bring him down. I was just like, oh, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that does make sense. Be careful with fireworks, kids. Yeah, so uh, I think the Steelers need to win and then Patriots and Dolphins losses, I think. Yeah. Is what their uh, their situation is. So. Yep, they're still very much in it. Yep. And then uh, moving on to m- the Monday night game that uh, ends up being suspended. Uh, I hope everything's all right with DeMar Hamlin. I mean, that's you know, something nobody wants to see on a football field at all. Uh, Jersey Dynasty Podcast sends thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Uh, and just shout out, uh, shout out the NFL for handling it in a all right way. I guess not really shout out. I mean, I took... mean, I think they uh, they could have done it. They could have yeah. canceled that game a little quicker. Yeah, they, they could have canceled it a little bit quicker. But they ended up doing the right thing, which is rare for the NFL. So credit you know, credit them for that, and also credit all the fans who've been donating to his GoFundMe. The, yeah, uh, toy drive. Yeah, crazy support there. So it had really a twenty five hundred dollar cool goal at the start of it, and I believe it was a toy drive from when he was in college. Yeah, but it was still it was still uh, you know up, and uh, it went from like three thousand, I think it was at the start to now it's yeah. over five million dollars. Yeah. So a lot of credit credit there to all the fans. Um, it, to, it, we're we're about two and a half days in now, and I mean he's still in critical condition. Yeah. We're, we're not getting many updates. The updates that we are getting are trending towards a positive direction. Um, but you know, it's uh, it's it's too early to tell. Which mm-hmm. is very. It, I mean, this is something because this is not something like a like a helmet to helmet hit or like something that was like unnecessary that we can eliminate from the game because this is. I mean, it was fairly normal play. I mean, that was a hit that anybody that has ever played tackle football will will experience like 20 times i mean that that's nothing out of the ordinary and it's just a a freak uh, you know a freak accident that unfortunately i mean t higgins is gonna have that on his conscience for for a long time i mean that's gonna be traumatic for for everybody involved i mean there's there's some ptsd probably involved with that just just reliving that split second moment in your head and then you know his teammates having to see the guy just straight up fall down lose consciousness on the ground and then having to see a guy that you spend you know a lot of time around especially if you're one of the dbs or one of the defensive guys guy that you spend you know half your life with them you're getting cpr on the field is just brutal yeah well uh so one of the guys on the bills dane jackson Mm-hmm. I believe his name is. He actually like grew up with Demar Hamlin. Went to the same college. They both Jesus. went to Pittsburgh together. Uh, I think they both got drafted like a year apart. And it's just like you hear something like that. And I think there's a Demar Hamlin was on a podcast recently. He was talking. I think Dane Jackson had like an injury in one of his games. Mm-hmm. And he's just like you watch one of your brothers go through that. And you just you know the next time you see him, you hug him a little bit harder. It's just like you hear stuff like that. It's just I mean for everything I've heard, the kid like really good kids. So it was just. You know, it's it's usually how it works is it happens to one of the good ones, so yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the NFL handles the situation going forward. I mean, this game had playoff implications on it. Um 
with the uh, AFC seeding. I think for the most part, it was like Bills win basically locked up the one seed. Bengals win made it like a three way race for the one seed with the tiebreakers getting really interesting. Yeah. Bengals would have basically had all the tiebreakers, I think, in the AFCs. So, because they would have had the one over the Bills and they had and the win the over Chiefs. the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah, so they would have had all the tiebreakers they needed to probably get the one seed. So, uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing because I mean, it's tough, you know. It's you know week eighteen and then playoffs. So yeah, uh, I, I honestly I see no chance of this game getting yeah. replayed. Which uh, especially if if Demar Hamlin trends in a more negative direction, yeah, there's absolutely zero chance of this game being replayed mm. ever. But if he starts getting better and we start getting you know more encouraging news on him, then there's the window is somewhat open. But the timing, I mean, is one week until the yeah. playoffs there's not really much time to reschedule yeah, exactly and then the team that doesn't get the bye they're gonna have to play in yeah. the first round so you know it's not like you can't force a game especially in these circumstances on a team like two games in four days or something like that when you've already mm. dealt with you know all of this backlash the entire season with two and concussions and now you get something like this you're not you, it's just something mm-hmm. you can't do i mean there, there may be some some things that are looked at at the nfl after this you know yeah after this year i mean a lot of uh I mean, concussion protocols already been looked at throughout this season, especially with all the two incidents. Uh, you know, last year, I remember the Donald Parham injury on the Thursday night game, I think. Oh, yeah, that was very there scary. There was that one. You know, now we had the Mar Hamlin incident. Um, I'm trying to think if there's been – I think there's probably been other ones that haven't – like aren't even coming to mind. It's just – I know. believe this, this situation – um of cardiac arrest on the football field actually has happened one time before i believe i saw in like 1971 i think um a guy in the lions or something like that had the same thing happen to him and i i don't know if he made it or not um but yeah this is this is something that is completely thrown a wrench into i mean everything um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something to watch i mean yeah it, it's it's gonna be tough all around mm-hmm. but uh yeah, and so we're, we're inching closer i mean the clock is ticking towards these yeah. saturday games yeah i mean yeah yeah I, 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 there's no thursday night football this week. yeah um so yeah it will be uh i don't know i mean i genuinely have no clue what they're gonna end up doing i mean I mean, what, like, what can they do? You know, I mean, where are they going to say, oh, the Bengals are winning 7-3 when the game stops, so that's going to be the score? I mean, that's hard on the Bills, you know. I, I mean, I say make it a tie. Yeah, it's probably all they really can do. It's not the most fair thing in the world, but at this point, you're not going to get – it's just not going to be the perfect solution. The perfect solution isn't there at this point in the season. Yeah. It's just not there. You don't have bye weeks to make it up possibly. You know, it's just – yeah, it's not like the COVID year when they were able to, you know, rearrange yeah. things and it's it's just gonna have to be what it is. Um, and I mean a tie in in you know, in a true way, literally no one loses. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the best way, but it might be the only way that makes sense to both parties. Mm-hmm. And I think the the Bengals are gonna be as understanding as they possibly can in this situation because this is one of those bigger than football situations, but you know at the at the same time you want to make a solution that's mutually beneficial. And uh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take a take a short break here. Gotta let the dog out real quick. And uh, when we come back we can do some uh week eighteen picks and then uh got a little bit of Jersey Diocese stuff to talk because uh 
there were some implications with that game, so so yes. we'll be I'll be right back in one second. Alrighty, we are back. We're gonna do some uh <clears throat> some week eighteen picks. And realistically, I think there's like what six important games on this week or something. Something like that. So uh, some of these will be quick to find, or maybe seven. I forget what the number is, but so we start off here. Uh, Chiefs Raiders. Uh, Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. They're getting this one out of the way. Saturday, middle of the day. Uh, wait, what did you say the spread was? Six or nine and a half. Give me the Stidham Raiders, baby. They can cover that. It's only a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Are the Chiefs going to. Well, I guess the Chiefs are still playing for the one seed, so I'm. They're playing for something, but they were playing for something last week. And the yeah, Broncos fuck it, worse. man. I've, I've said the Chiefs like six weeks in a row. I'm going to keep saying them anyway. Give me the Chiefs. <laughs> they got to cover it. eventually. Yeah. Uh, Titans, Jaguars, Jaguars, six point favorites. Now this is what we want to see. Yeah, this is for the division. One of these games that actually matters. Now I think since pretty much everybody wants the Jaguars to get into the playoffs because the Titans are boring and have fallen apart. Um, I think the exact opposite is going to happen. Um, I think the Titans are going to win for no reason. Josh Dobbs, wild card starter, baby. Yeah, I was honestly thinking the same thing too. Plus it'd have to be a home game for them. If they yes. win. So, oh, yes, God. Uh, eight and nine team home game would be hysterical versus like the Ravens or Chargers, probably. And I would still rather watch them than the Patriots. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, give me the. Uh, yeah, give me the Titans, too. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, then we go Vikings, Bears, Bears. Yeah, Vikings, seven point favorites. Uh, Nathan Peterman is playing quarterback. Yeah, give me the Vikings. Yeah, the new nightmare is back this week. So, uh, yeah, give give me the Vikings at minus seven. We got Browns Steelers. Uh, Browns are or sorry, Steelers are two and a half point favorites. Hmm, this one could be interesting. Steelers need to win this one, but you know, Nasty Man has been turning his game up. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I think I'm gonna swing with the Browns on this one. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers. I think this is the best defense that uh, Deshaun's had to play since his return, and this Steelers defense has been a catalyst for this team to be able to crawl back into a potential playoff spot here. So I'm uh, I'm going to rock with Steelers here. Um, now we have the quarterback battle of the week here. Uh, whoever the fuck the Jets are starting versus either Skylar Thompson or Mike Glennon. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> and I I can't believe this here. The Jets are one point favorites on the road. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know who's playing quarterback for us. Yeah, and because of that, I mean, I give me Skylar Thompson, baby. Yeah, I I honestly said to myself here, I'm when I before when I was outside thinking about this, not even looking at the lines. I said I'm taking whoever has the point, like whoever the uh, underdog is. So I'm taking the Dolphins. Uh, and this also hopes that in a follow-up pick here soon that they win mm-hmm. and the Patriots lose, so they Please. make the playoffs. Uh, or both teams lose on the – I'd rather see the Steelers just because they have a good defense. So Yeah. And pick Kenny Pickett freshman year – freshman year. Uh, rookie year playoff appearance will be cool. But uh, so now we have a game that doesn't matter. Broncos-Falcons. Broncos. Buccaneers-Falcons. Uh, 
Falcons are four-point favorites, so I guess the Buccaneers are resting. Yeah, they already clinched. There's really no reason to play guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the Falcons will probably win this, and I, I hope they do because I, I'm a big fan of the losing record in the playoffs. So yeah. um, well, that'd probably also be good for your draft pick. I'm assuming if they if they win. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll take Falcons minus four two. Why not? Uh, then we got Bills Patriots. Bills are seven point favorites. Ah. This is tough, man. You know, I mean, Bills are going to come in playing with heavy hearts. Are they even going to play this game? Has I think been... they have to because the Patriots are still in it. Yeah. If they're playing like the Jets or something, they may not even like. Yeah. Play I it. mean, they're going to come out with heavy hearts. Uh, I just I don't think there's any way they lose this game. God, I hope not. So uh, I'm taking Bills minus seven. Yeah, Bills minus seven. I think uh, you know, keep Josh the Pats Powell, out. Yeah, keep the Pats out. I think they come out playing with heavy hearts. They got a big cause to win for, and uh, I think they just kind of roll them, kind of like last year in the playoffs. So. Oh yeah, just I forgot about that. Uh, then we got Ravens Bengals. Uh, Bengals are seven point favorites here. It's a lot of points. Is Lamar back this week? I have no clue. Jeez. I mean, they're in the playoffs already, so. Yeah. But, but you see, this could be interesting for them here. I could see the Ravens maybe potentially making a last-minute decision on who's playing quarterback. Yeah. Because but... they're currently the five seed, right? Mm-hmm. So if the Titans win, I, th- I think you have to put Lamar out there to make sure you stay the five seed. Yeah, because – oh, and that, that would be another renewed – a chapter yeah, of that Titan, little rivalry. Yeah, of that Titans, you know, Ravens rivalry. But then if... Because the Jaguars are low-key kind of nice. Like, and they're I, hot. They're getting hot. They're, yeah. When was the last time they lost? You I, know, I, like... I don't know. I think they um, were, they were like, 5-8. and eight. Yeah, like, this is a good Jaguars team here. Trevor Lawrence is him. So, uh, I'm going to take the Ravens at 7, because that's, that's a lot of points. It is. And I don't know who's playing quarterback, so... Yeah. And the Bengals would probably be shaken as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, then we got the Who Gives a Fuck Bowl. Uh, Panthers, Saints. Saints are three-point favorites. Yeah, I'll take the home team, three-point favorites. And and look, this is simple. Um, I'm picking, you know, top quarterback in the league here, Sam Darnold. (laughs) Three points on the road. Uh, That's free cash. They're winning by 10. So, Darnold to DJ Moore. Yeah, man. Look, Darnold, Sam Darnold's the truth, man. The, he wasn't. He was a third overall pick for a reason. Like, yeah. I think DJ Moore has justification for a class action lawsuit against Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I think <laughs> a lot of receivers have logistical yeah. reasons for class action lawsuits. I mean, against yeah, Baker he's going to start it up, and then everyone's going to join in on it. I mean, he, he was straight up neglecting that man. I think Sam Darnold has a case for a class action lawsuit against Adam Gase. I mean. Yeah. He's cost me future earnings by sabotaging my career. Yeah, there's, exactly. there's a few players. There's a few players that could uh, get but, in on uh, something like that. Look, Sam Darn was the third overall pick for a reason, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Yep, USC's finest. Yeah, Caleb those Williams US- before Caleb Williams. Those USC quarterbacks, man. How crazy was that USC loss the other day? By the way, so crazy. All the bowl games. It's just been yeah. like long touchdowns, craziness. Like they. It's funny because the worst, <laughs> the worst bowl game. Well, I guess that Alabama game is kind of ass, but that Penn State Utah game is also bad. Mm-hmm. I think Utah's quarterback ended up getting hurt or something. That kind of like ruined the game. Uh, 
Yeah. Anyway, good luck for the Big Ten though, getting uh, getting some bowl wins <laughs> after uh, Ohio State and Michigan issues. But uh, then we have a game I know you'll be locked into. I mean, oh yes, Texans Colts. Colts are two and a half point favorites. I know you're picking the Texans. I am, and I I, I don't know if I feel confident. We have Sam Ellinger starting. We might pull one out here. I hope not because, yeah. you know, with C.J. Stroud's bowl game performance, his stock is – I mean, there was a question about Will Levis possibly passing him as quarterback two in the draft. That's over. It's it's Young and Stroud, and we got to get in the right position. We're going to have to give up so much to trade up, and and yeah. that's not going to be – that's not that's I don't want that. I mean, how lucky are the Bears, by the way, to have the number two pick in this class? Very lucky. I mean, you got your franchise quarterback in Justin Fields, and now there's a potential another franchise quarterback and CJ Stroud, who's gonna or Bryce Young, whoever's available at number two. I guess the Texans have the, the choice here to uh decide who they want. Um, I mean, this is like you know. They're probably going to get like four first round picks for this spot. I'm assuming, or you know, a really good haul. Yeah, you, somebody. Can, you can only trade three at a time. Uh, three at a time? Well, they're going to get some team's three first-round picks, I mean. Yeah, and that's something that I am not interested in if, if we have to do. I mean, CJ Stroud, he's shown a lot, but, like, that's a lot of draft capital, and yeah. that's taken a huge gamble. Yeah, I mean, but at least then, like, if you guys – like, the higher your guys' pick is, the better. If you guys end up picking, like, five or something, then – That'll probably hold some more value than a team who maybe has like the tenth pick or something. So yeah, we got to make sure we keep ourselves in the uh, uh, Marvin Harris. Yeah, the Marv sweepstakes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Jeff Saturday, you got one more loss in you. I know you do. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take Texans too, just because you're rooting for it. So I can uh, get behind (laughs) you on that. Yes, sir. As a uh, former former man who wanted to lose football games. (laughs) Uh, then we have Eagles Giants. I guess the Giants are resting because the Eagles are fourteen point favorites. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah. Two, but who who's the Giants backup? Don't they have Tyrod? Oh, is Tyrod playing? If Tyrod's playing, I'm putting my money on Tyrod. Then yeah, That's Tyrod's, my guy. Tyrod's a serviceable backup. I love Tyrod, man. Yeah, I think I'll go Giants. Yeah, I'll take Giant for fourteen. That's fucking crazy. Do they still have Wayne Gallman on their team. <laughs> No way. I don't think so. But no, no, no. Oh, it's Matt Breda. Yes, Matt Breda season. Yeah. That guy's yeah, no, good fuck for it, bro. Give me the Giants, man. Why not? Matt Breda was one of the fastest players in the NFL at one point. He's going to break off one. Don't, don't worry about that. And, yeah. I mean, are they even going to rest their receivers? They might need the reps, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that Isaiah Hodgins dude's kind of nice. Yeah, he gets the ice bath this week. Everyone else, Slayton, get out there. You yes. lost the fumble. <laughs> yeah, Slayton, you drop a lot of passes, buddy. Yeah. Um, then we got same time it'll be Cowboys commies. Uh, Cowboys are seven point favorites. Look, yeah, it's it's Cowboys just because the commies are switching their quarterbacks in the middle of the game. Like, and this is might be Sam Howell's first start yeah. against Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Godspeed, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, agreed. Cardinals 49ers, 49ers fourteen point favorites. Wow, no belief in David Blau, huh? No way. That's who they got taking snaps this week? Yes, sir. Bro, give me the fucking 49ers, man. I Look, I'll troll with some backup quarterbacks, but nah, man. Didn't David, wasn't he the guy who played on Thanksgiving? Yeah, two years ago. And they ago. almost won that game? Yeah, and they're almost going to win this game, too. Give me Blau. 
Give me the Cardinals. <laughs> nah, man. Bro, give me give me big cock Brock, man. Nah. He almost brought me a he almost brought me a fantasy football championship. The cracks in the armor are starting are starting to show for the Niners, all right? They gave Bro, up 34 to Stidham last wow, week. Man. They're giving up 30 to Blau this week, all right? Bro, at least Jared Stidham was a D1 quarterback. David Blau is like D3, man. Hey, he's still Oh no, league. actually he was D1. He went to Purdue, I think. Shout out. Shout out yeah. Judge. I was Drew Brees, yes. He's a pretty Did you know uh, in New Jersey you couldn't bet on that game because it was like some alliance with Drew Brees or some shit? I have no idea what was going on. I was trying to read into it. For some reason, you couldn't bet on the LSU-Purdue game because of Drew Brees. Oh, yeah, because he had that points bet sponsorship. Oh, interesting. That's why. All right, then we have Rams-Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are six-and-a-half-point favorites. This is actually going to be a good game, actually, I think, because yeah. uh, these teams hate each other. Yeah. G- give me the Seahawks. Yeah, give me the Seahawks. I want to see Geno get into the playoffs somehow. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, it needs a lot. Uh, then we got Chargers-Broncos. Oh, my goodness. The Broncos are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Wow, this is a wacky week of football. Give me the Bronx. They're starting the, to play uh, better. Who's the Chargers quarterback? Isn't it Chase Daniel? Is it Chase Daniel or Easton Stick? Oh, no way. It's Easton Stick. It's got to be Chase. I'm pretty yeah, sure I've I'm, seen Chase I'm Daniel. Hope, I'm hoping it's that Chase board. Daniel. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Broncos, bro. I'm not. It's Chase Daniel. Shout out him. He's been a it is Chase Daniel because I remember seeing some stat about him where he's literally made like $30 million in his career and he's thrown like 140 passes or some shit. It's crazy. See, that's how I'm trying to be in my career. I it, As a coach... I want that Matt Rule career, you know, where he's getting paid to take another job. He's getting paid, paid by like three different jobs right now. <laughs> exactly. He got paid. He's getting paid th- uh, like Nathaniel Hackett, right? He got paid three years salary for eight months of work. I mean, I th- that's all I want. That's all I want in life. Eight lackluster months of work, too. If someone in the NFL gave me a job, give me a nice three-year contract, I'll, I'll get you one win, maybe. You can fire me in week eight. And just, you'll never hear from me again. I won't even apply for new jobs. I'll just chill. Yeah, you just want the one contract. Yeah, I'll just hang out in, in Montana or something. Uh, <laughs> and then we got a uh, last regular season game of the year, uh, Lions-Packers. Um, <clears throat> Packers are four and a half point favorites. Yep, Lions fans, you know what's going to happen. Don't trick yourself into thinking that the Lions this time are different and they're going to get your back this time and then everything's going to bounce your way and the Seahawks are going to lose and then you're going to make the playoffs because it's not happening. Even if you do win, which this would actually probably be funnier, if you do win and the Seahawks, which it's kind of going to be spoiled because the Seahawks play before the Lions, I kind of wish it was the other way around because if the Seahawks win, the Lions are out. Mm -hmm. So the Lions are either going to lose this game and the Seahawks are going to lose or both of them are going to win. There's no in-between. Either way, Max Payne for the Lions fans. Yep. Uh, To make it even worse, the Lions are going to lose. The Seahawks will lose and the Lions will lose on a last-minute field goal or some shit. So the Lions, four and a half. Yes, give it to me. I don't know why I'm so anti-Lions, but just give it to me. Fuck it. Uh... (laughs) And then, uh, yes, that's it. That's all of our, um, all of the last regular season games. So now, uh, wrap this up here. Discuss the Jersey Dynasty League. Oh boy, because uh, I was uh, I was working alongside Commissioner Ryan Vaz today at the uh, beautiful community center, and uh, he's probably uh, stressing. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes into the kitchen, comes into the kitchen with a a full clipboard, and on it it says "Top Secret Plans." And uh, he immediately revealed his top secret plans to me to get my input on it, um, on various uh, uh, solutions, resolutions uh, to the league, because um, you know the postponement of last week's Monday Night Football game has really uh, thrown a wrench into many fantasy football championships across. No, the, basically, uh, basically everyone. I mean, because yeah. I mean, you got Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Higgins, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Diggs, you know, Gabe Davis, Singletary, you know, you could be in a league where it's so deep, you're starting Tyler Boyd, James Knox, Hayden Hurst, like they're, you know, the kickers, you know, two of the better kickers. Yeah. um, So right now, the Hippos are in the lead. And, um, I wish I would have gathered the percentages because I've seen a few leagues do some interesting things. So, uh, you know, there's the, I mean, the easiest option right now is, you know, just wait, you know, be yeah. patient, see what's going to happen. I've seen split the pot as one, which, which I think is what we did in the other dynasty in the colonial, which I don't know why Persh called that so early. but Yeah, very early. I would have at least waited a little bit. I was going to ask him about that, but not my league, not my concern. Um, split the pot, which probably the most fair way to do it i saw one league where or a suggestion where it's like you look at what the percentage was like what what percentage the team had to win and it's like if it's anywhere above 90 you give it to the team that had 90 if the two teams are both between like 11 and 89 percent um then you like basically probably just split it yeah and then it's like if both teams were well, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. If it's 50-50, you're in that 89% range. Yeah, the 50-50, it said real-life fight. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I honestly think that's probably the best way to actually do it realistically would be if it's 90%, you give it to the team on the 90%, and then anywhere else, you just split it. Um, I mean, I guess you really don't declare a winner, technically, either. You know, it's just... You know, declare both teams as winner. I guess. I mean, it sucks. You know, especially for a league like ours, where it's what six years old now, and and have uh have co winners. Yeah, you know. it's, it's yeah, it's it's definitely you know, definitely uh... definitely not the best outcome. I mean, you know, I feel bad for both sides because they definitely want a solution as soon as possible. Definitely the hippo side of things more than uh, I haven't heard much from Billy on this uh this matter. I will say. Yeah, I mean, it's just so, like, highly improbable that, first of all, a situation like the DeMar Hamlin situation would happen in the first place, and then for it to happen literally championship week. Yeah, the, the last, last game. game of the fantasy football season. Yeah, I mean, just... I mean, it, it's obviously um, small potatoes considered, mm-hmm. um, like compared to the actual situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 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 We're just, you know, we got to resolve this somehow. We got... Yeah. We all got money in the pot, and it's got to go to somebody. Well, three teams have money in the pot right now. Which... <laughs> oh, have I paid for the league yet? No, I don't believe I have. Yeah, it'll, you it'll have. Uh, there. You know you what? I'll, not... I'll pay off. The, I'll pay the second Bader pays. How about that? Oh God, I'm gonna have to pay out. I'm gonna have to pay a thousand dollars out of pocket, basically. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Make Bader pay up. 
I'm literally gonna have to, I'm gonna have to start collecting league fees from people for the next season before we start the next. You're season. You're gonna have to start showing up with baseball bats. On I'm gonna coaches. have to. Man. I'm gonna have to bring fucking Pat Lanza from the Fresh <laughs> Grocer to come beat people up over money. Home Depot legend. Yeah, that's true, bro. He's over there now, man. Yeah. I got I got shooters over there too. So <laughs> <laughs> watch out, league members. Home Depot employees notoriously unhelpful. So yeah, man, hopefully he's just vibing over there. <laughs> But um, yeah. So I guess right now, just kind of you know play things slowly. Uh, you know, I I hope the top secret plans Vaz had were uh, interesting. Uh, I hate to break it to you, most of them were not. Um, oh no, a lot of not, them were pretty stinky. Not looking good. Yeah, and I uh, I told him that I because he left his clipboard in the kitchen unattended. His top secret plans. I mean, bozo. Uh, <laughs> I said I I leaked the uh, I leaked all the plans to JD Real Spill. And then he ripped them all up and burned them. Did he actually? Yes. No way. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I just... I don't even think you can, like, put backup plans in place for stuff like this happening. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think they have to officially wait. Yeah, just officially wait for the game to be canceled. I mean, which it, it's, like, 99% will be canceled. And if it was me, I would just split, like, tell the yeah. team, split the pot. Because, I mean, realistically. If I was 90 plus percent, I'm not splitting. Yeah. But I, I'm. it had to have been, like, 66-34. Like, something like that. Yeah. I mean, Burr already had a touchdown. You know, I mean, like, a lot of things were already occurring for Billy. Because Billy had, what, four guys left? He had Burrow, uh, Higgins, McPherson, and Hurst. Damn, hella Bengals. Yeah. Or maybe he had Bass. He had one of the kickers. I mean, I don't want to say, all right, well, like, you know, I don't even know what's going on with Jack's league. I mean, fortunately for me, out of Colonia Dynasty, my one league wrapped up a week early, which, mm-hmm. thank thank God that happened because I would have been cooked. Uh, like, it would I would have lost, and that would have been upsetting. Uh, and then, like, the one other redraft I'm in, it was, like, uh, the purse redraft. I mean, Sahil had won already, so I didn't even bother arguing. I'm just like, yeah, give him the money. Like, and this is of- a this is a situation where my issue with the sleeper pro- win percentage projections will come into play, actually, because like I've always felt that sleepers win projections were far too volatile. Like even compared to Yahoo or like other apps yeah. that I use, like I multiple times this year, I've been like like eleven percent, and it, I've won. And it, like, and it wasn't even like while I was calculating the points that I would need to win, I was like, this is not an eleven percent chance. Like, this is this this should be like thirty something. And I, I think Sleeper has some real problems with their win percentage probability. But yeah, this is a. Uh, I mean, ninety percent is ninety percent. Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah. I mean, fortunately, I'm in all, all the leagues I'm in. I didn't have to deal with any situations which was yeah i I had jamar and i was down by like 56 so Uh, you should have put in a complaint man now because jamar did have 56 chip week last year and i was down i was down by like 55.9 something so if he literally had 56 i would have i would have won by like 0.08 i'd be throwing that fit if i were you my, so it's all over. My team didn't deserve it. We came out and we put up a stinker. The, the league I lost to Sahil in, I think we were down by like two points. I should argue that Evan McPherson could have missed a bunch of PATs and shit yeah. and lose. Yeah. But like, it's just not worth arguing that. Like, yeah. 
Uh, and then one of the other leagues I'm in, it was like I was up by 60 points going in. I actually, I don't think either one of us had anyone left going in the Monday night. So mm-hmm. that, you know, ideal best case scenario. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So, you know, keep uh, keeping the listeners updated on <clears throat> what ends up happening here with the uh, with the championship, I guess. You know, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's. <laughs> I don't envy Vaz. I don't envy being in Vaz's position. Yeah, no. I, and luckily, I'm just, uh, you know, just the right-hand man. You're just you the know. money guy. You're the little scout. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just right. You know, maybe throw him an idea or two on what we can do. But, I, I mean, I, I don't think anyone has ideas. You know, it's just like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. I just shout all the the sports books for voiding for avoiding uh, bets, man. That's all I cared about. Oh yeah, they 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 had to do that. That was bare minimum. I mean, <laughs> although I think they uh I believe they did not void first touchdown bets because one was already scored and paid yeah. out the Tyler Boyd one. Yeah. So good on them, uh, sports books. Yeah. Oh, and with the uh, the stroke of midnight, it is officially the fifth. It's no longer Joe Persh's birthday. Yep, this is perfect God, time to wrap things up. It is up. now. Uh, it is now my mother's birthday, actually. So uh, happy, happy birthday, happy to... birthday, Mama Baylog. Yes, happy birthday to Miss Baylog. Uh, we'll say uh, over under five and a half people who wish Persh a happy birthday today. I, I I did. I did too. I'll admit to it. Yep. Vaz wished him one too because I had think the Bader did because he he was based on the way Bader was talking. I think he might have. Yeah. I mean, I always try and wish everyone in the league a happy birthday, you know? Yeah, I always feel so, bad when I forget about a birthday. You know, so I'm, I'm pretty bad with, like, remembering what date it is. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'll forget till like, 4 o'clock, and I'll look at my phone. I'll be like, oh, shit, it's so-and-so's birthday. I forgot. And then, but, yeah, I, I try to I try to be on top of wishing uh, people happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is a good place to wrap things up. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> thank you guys for tuning in this week. Follow the socials, Twitter at Jersey1919. Uh, Instagram at Jersey Nasty Podcast, TikTok at Jersey Nasty Podcast. Uh, once again, so we'll be back next week discussing some playoff football. Uh, no better feeling than that. Uh, anyway, I hope everyone had a happy holiday season and uh, to take care. <laughs>